Hello, what's going on, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Jordan Canlish here. It's an honor to have you with me. I'm uh, really, really deeply grateful for you showing up and taking in this content. And today I've got a really, really awesome interview with a good friend of mine, Jackson Tibbet, who is doing some amazing work in the mental health, uh, health and fitness space here in Australia. And I'm excited to share what we, we discussed today because I know if you are opening to receiving this content, you are starting to see that there are more and more people giving their advice, giving their wisdom, supporting you on your journey. You are not alone in this work. And that was one of the biggest things for me in this world of personal development was when I decided that I didn't have to do all of this on my own. Getting access to support, guidance, accountability, and mentorship is is how you really accelerate all of this. And before I dive into or share today's episode with you, I just wanted to let you know that in light of that, in light of that understanding, you know, I wanted to continue to offer some more support to people in my community and in particular to the men in my community. So if you're a man listening to this or maybe you know a man who is looking to have extra support, extra guidance and accountability, I've decided to create a group just for men, a coaching program to support men in breaking free from the patterns, the toxic cycles, the addictions that are holding them back from being the embodied leaders that I know they are capable of. So if it's something you want to explore, I'm going to be showing or sharing and supporting men in embodying their power, becoming the leaders that they're here to be and showing them how to build a stronger relationship with themselves. So if that is something you want to get more information about, you can click the link in my Instagram bio or my TikTok bio to fill out an application form for that. And if you get accepted, I'll let you know more information about it. But without further ado, enjoy this conversation with Jackson Tippett. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. All right, we've got Jackson Tippett on the podcast. My friend, how are you? Welcome to the show. My man Jay, what is going on? <laughs> uh, mate, we're just uh, we're just enjoying our Friday afternoon, and the stars aligned. So we thought, hey, let's get on here and, and have a conversation together. So I've been really looking forward to this one. Been following your journey on the socials for the last few months now, and you know, a few of our mutual friends were overlapping, and just seeing the content you're putting out, bro, and the impact that you're having in your community, it was. Uh, really my soul was calling me to connect so i'm really glad we could but for people who are just just getting to know your name and getting to know your brand and what you're about what's the synopsis what's the story behind your brand yeah first of all fuck yeah i love that type of energy man it's funny like i never used to you know obviously we are evolving and changing and i'm a massive believer in um like the universe kind of aligns you with the right people if that makes sense mm. Like I never used to believe in all that, but it, bro, a hundred percent. Like even as of the last two months, the people I've been connecting with through like a podcast or, and then I know one of their friends or they reach out to me. It's like all of these good people, like there's so many good people out there. It's not all just fake. There's a ton of fake people, but there are really, really good people out there, man. And when you surround yourself with them, fuck, it's a good feeling. So I had to Big put that time. out there. Big time. Yeah, I love, I love it, bro. And man, just to be honest with you, you know, when from a physical appearance standpoint, you don't 
strike me as someone who would be exploring these kinds of topics and diving deep into you, like your mental health and doing this inner work. So it's really awesome to see someone who is embodying like the physique and the lifestyle that you're living, but then also directing conversations to these more conscious topics, especially for men as well. So like, tell me a little bit about, you know, that shift for you, because you are in the bodybuilding scene for a while here in Australia. Like for those who don't know what Jackson looks like, he's like this shredded jacked man who's tatted and looks amazing. And then, and he's got this like deeper, softer side, which is fucking awesome. So tell me, where did this all come about? How did this, I guess, journey into this world of mental health and personal development begin for you? Yeah. Good question, man. I think it, I don't know how much you've heard about my story, but Obviously, I had a past with steroids and all of that. And I, yeah, lived a very, very dark life for probably two to three years. You know, lost a lot of friends, wasn't very close with my family, health was shit. I was just focused on me and that was it. All about my image, man. And then, you know, it got to the point where I actually got like depressed and that. And I was facing all of the court sentences and, you know, was almost about to go to jail. And then, like, that was kind of when I, didn't actually go to jail and I decided to get off steroids and turn my life around. That was like the shifting point for me. That in a nutshell is why I do what I do now because I went from, you know, sky, sky low to where I am now. I'm not saying I'm any better than you or anyone else. I'm just saying the the transformation I've had as a person in, you know, the last three years has been fucking mind-blowing, man. And I want to share my mindset and my message and my tactics and ways and all of that type of stuff on pretty much, I don't care who you are in life or what you're facing or how bad you feel that you can always change your life around. And um, it's just something that needs to be said more because there's a lot of people that never get out of their rut or they never break that habit or they're always taking drugs or, you know, they're always caught up in trouble and that's not how it has to be. And I just want to really spread that message and spread some light. Mm, Yeah, man, it's much needed right now. And uh, your message is being heard. Like I really do feel that. And it's, we need more men talking about this stuff, which is why it's so awesome for us to be having this conversation right now. Was there a tipping point for you I guess, in the midst of that darkness, because like you said, some people get stuck in it and they can't get out. What do you think it was or what was the tipping point for you that pulled you out of it where you were ready to make a change? Yeah, as I said, man, almost when I was about to go to jail, um, being caught with steroids after my third time, when I didn't actually get the sentence and you know, I got other stuff like fines and all of that, that was the turning point. Literally, like that day at the court case, as soon as I got out, I felt like I got let off in a way, but not really let off. I felt like, you know, God was sending me a message to say like, this is your last wake up call, change your life around. There's so much more ahead of you. I'm a big believer in God too. So I felt like he obviously saw something in me more than just wasting my life and, you know, deteriorating in a jail cell. That was definitely the turning point for me. Mm, Big time. And what was the first thing that you started to shift or change in your life to realign yourself back on to this path that you're meant to be on? Removing myself from the crowd that I hanged around with when I was involved in the drugs and the steroids, that in itself, if you're listening and you're, you want to break out of whatever you know your bad routines or habits are, maybe look at the circle you surround yourself with. That's all I need to say. 
Big time. And I'll second that. Like it's the environment that we live in and the people we spend time with is what keeps us stuck in our patterns. And if those patterns are destructive, then we almost feel trapped because the environment reinforces them. So yeah. And it's sometimes not easy to break out of that, right? It's not easy to leave friends or people that we've spent so much time with. And I know that's a difficult thing that I had to go through as well when I started this journey, but it can be a lonely path. Like initially, if you're no longer hanging out with a certain group of people, now you're walking a new path. How was that process for you? And how did you start to, I guess, find your tribe? Yeah, good question. It does take time, but at the end of the day, if you're if you're moving ahead and focusing on better people or whatever it is, as you know, like I don't care if it takes a year to gain one solid friend that is uplifting me and, you know, it's going to be a positive impact for the rest of my life. I'd rather that than, you know, a hundred fake friends that are telling me to do drugs and all that type of stuff. So it wasn't really about like worrying about how long it took or all of that type of stuff. It was just like, just slowly shifting myself to the people that I wanted to be surrounded with. And um, yeah, just slowly, like just, I'd look up to someone and then kind of like, you know, reach out to them and then add their friend and then just kind of like a trickling effect, man. And then over the past two to three years, just gained a good solid base of people that respect me and I respect them back. Yeah. I love it, bro. I love it. And was there some resistance initially with, you know, leaving that previous group of people that you were hanging out with and how did you navigate that resistance if it did show up? Yeah, man, absolutely. There was, um, you know, it actually took a while. Like, you know, I kind of went back and forth and back and forth. But yeah, like I just, you know, at the end of the day, I just said, you know, this is not for me. And yeah, I don't know, man, I've kind of never looked back. It's been the best thing I've ever done, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. And tell me, man, because like the minute you start to live a more conscious life, the minute you start to bring more awareness into I guess the patterns that are holding us back, we start to, well, well, this is from my experience. I started to have a clearer understanding of what my purpose was. Like, why am I here? Because just to give you a background on my story, bro, I was, uh, I studied finance and accounting at, at university and I, I was an accountant for a couple of years. And it was kind of during that period of my life where I realized that that wasn't what my soul wanted. It wasn't my purpose to do that, which kind of began my inward journey of self-discovery. I'm curious to know, was there a moment or a stage in that journey where you started to realize what your purpose was, like why you're actually here? What is your soul's mission on this planet? I think it's to help people. I know that's a very short answer, but comes in so many different ways, shapes, or form. And uh, I think I'm meant to help people. And um, yeah, there's no better feeling than helping someone, man. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So tell us, like you're helping people right at the moment. You're a health and fitness coach, is that right? And you have your own podcast. And tell us about all the ways in which you're helping people right now. Yeah. So my number one job is obviously an online coach, similar to a PT, but online. So I help people transform their bodies and their health, you know, and when you transform your body or your health or whatever it is and you look better and feel better, that also comes mentally. So then they they have more confidence or they believe in themselves or whatever it may be. So it comes in so many ways. And then with the podcast, I'm trying to help people with the message that I'm spreading or the guests that I have on and the good info we're putting out there. Lastly, I'm trying to do a little bit of guest speaking. I've done two guest speaks so far. So that's something new that I'm dipping into where I just want to give it a bit more of an insight to pretty much what I'm talking about now, but to, you know, schools and other people. And yeah, man, just try and get as much out there as you can. 
Love it. Yeah, man. And I totally resonate with the, the foundation pillar is health, right? The foundation pillar is, you know, how we perceive ourselves physically and what we eat and how we live our life. Because if your energy is not there physically, it can be very hard to face some of those painful, uncomfortable emotions that are down there. So it's like the foundation is build up the vehicle, the vessel, so that it can handle doing the deeper inner work. So I'm curious to know with the health and fitness aspect in in ways in which you help people, is there like somewhere you start with someone when they come to work with you, like when it comes to health and fitness, because you're a fucking good looking dude in good shape. Where do you help? Where do you start with someone if they come to you say, hey, I need your help? I actually got like a format. So I'll send them a questionnaire, which I get. It's pretty much details everything about their body, their lifestyle, their current diet, their current training plan, all of that type of stuff. And then I'll get them to send me body pics. So just a, a front shot and a back shot in underwear against the white wall. And um, basically, that's all I need, man. From there, I'll assess everything and do up a plan based on their goals and what they look like, and I'll send it over to them. And then from there, that's where it starts. We just do weekly check-ins, and I will adjust anything that I need to help them get to where they want to be based off their biofeedback and how they're reacting. And because I've been a coach as well for the last three years and you know I've noticed with some clients or some people that you can give people the strategy, you can give them the blueprint, but some people are still unable to actually follow through and take action. Some people are just not as committed as, as others. And I'm curious to know with the people that you've worked with, what is that key factor that determines whether someone is actually going to follow through and take the action and get the results compared to someone who kind of gets stuck and is not able to push through the, the discomfort? Yeah, so just me being accountable with them, just touching base with them pretty much every day, every second day, maybe send them a little motivation message, you know, how's your day, um, how's your workout, like just being accountable and there for them when maybe they would dip off and um, go do other things. Mm, for sure. So have you found that with men, one of the main patterns that hold men back is us trying to do it on our own, trying to get through the pain and get to outcomes on our own without asking for support. Is that something that you notice within yourself? And have you also noticed that with other men? Oh, 100%. I agree 100%, man. Yeah, definitely. Right. So it's just like the accountability is a big one, right? For a lot of us, we just need someone to give us permission to take the action or give us permission to just press go. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Accountability is huge. Yeah. Not only just with that, man, with anything in life. Do you know what I mean? Big time, big time. I noticed this with, you know, because a lot of men with the content that we share and the content I share, it can be really scary or uncomfortable to want to feel and face our emotions, especially as men. And the first phase of that process that I've noticed is the minute someone doesn't feel alone in their process, the minute someone feels safe to open up, that's when you start to really get access to a deeper part of yourself. And you know, I'm curious to know if, if there's been any major mentors or people in your life who gave you that safe space to really open up, whether it would be a coach or you know, a therapist or an, someone else that really pulled you back onto this path that you're on now. To be honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just being straight up, I just, I've done everything myself, man. I really have, even to the point of growing my social media and that people ask, you know, what do I do? What do I? I've just literally put in hard work, man. I back myself. I believe in what I do. I'm very passionate in what I do. I'm very genuine. I show a lot of love on other people's pages, and 
yeah, I just think good comes back and everything's kind of working and clicking. Mm. So what inspires you and what motivates you? Getting good feedback and knowing that I've helped someone in some way, shape or form. That's all I need like to spark my day every single day, even if it's just a little a little DM of, you know, maybe, oh, I listened to your podcast last night. It, it really helped me. That's all I need, man. That's my day done. You know what I mean? So I thrive off that. Mm, I love it, man. I love it. Dude, tell us a little bit more about like your routine and your lifestyle. Like what's a day in the, in the life of Jackson like at the moment? Yeah, good question, man. It does vary a lot. Um, yeah, a typical day would be I would wake up and then I would do a few like affirmations and a little bit of like journaling. Not long, just like five to 10 minutes. And this is something I've only incorporated lately as I've been surrounding myself with people that do that. And I learned the, just how crazy powerful it is. And then, you know, I'll get up, I'll go straight to the gym, but I won't train. I'll do cardio while I'm doing cardio. I will do all like my messages and emails, just get everything fresh. So whatever people have said or whatever, I'll do that for about 40 minutes. So everything's just fresh. And then my mind's clear. And then mm. I'll go straight into my session where basically I've replied or done whatever I need to do, you know, 80% of it. So now I'm just relaxed. And now that's my time where the phone's down and I just train. I train very differently to how I used to, but I just train for enjoyment and the mental clarity. Once that's done, I'll come back home and I will eat some food. And then I usually block out during the midday a lot of coaching calls with my clients or I'll do the same thing. I'll do a bit of messages. I might you know, put up an Instagram post or whatever it is. And then the afternoon comes, that's my podcast time. Whether I'm jumping on someone's like yourself or I'm hosting or I'm having someone on my, my own podcast, that'll block out. Sometimes I do both. And then that's a typical day to there. But if one or two days a week, I will do a photo shoot, which will take up probably half the day. And that's a bit of my modeling work. So, but that's only one, probably one day a week. But if it's a normal day, I will about 4 p.m. Not today, but about 4 p.m. I literally, I don't do any work. That's kind of like my time, 4 till 8 or 9 p.m. I just relax and I do whatever I want, whether that's, it could be back on Instagram, but, you know, watching stories or something. It could be watching a movie. It could be hanging with my dog, eating. I just do something that I just literally, whatever I want to do and enjoy, I think people need to do that in life is just do something every day that they enjoy. That's kind of my time. And then I just relax in bed and that's it. <laughs> mm, beautiful, man. You just nailed it with the doing whatever you want in the afternoon. I feel yeah, that is so underrated as someone who like for most men, most high achieving men, we are very structured and routine. And we have this idea in our heads of what success looks like. We're like, we have to yeah. get lots of things done to feel accomplished. And we really, sometimes for most of us, me included at times is we neglect to create time to have fun, to do what feels good, to do what's in alignment. So I really love that you shared that because that's going to vary every single day, right? There's no one thing that you're going to do every day that feels fun. It will be different depending on the day. Yeah. And that's how you create that connection with your inner child as well, because it's play. There's the play element in life. And I, I never used yeah, to on. do that. 
yeah, I never used to do that, man. Like I always used to be what you just said, like, oh, let's go back and do a bit more work or yeah, let's go grind out and do a bit more cardio or whatever it is. And it's like, all it does is just cause stress and cortisol, man. Like you're better off just fucking enjoying yourself because if you don't enjoy yourself, what is the point of waking up every day? You know what I mean? You've got nothing to look so forward true. to. Yep. So true. Yeah. And it takes an honest assessment to look at our lives when we're not enjoying ourselves and go, something, something's not right here. That's always the red flag for me. If I'm not enjoying my work, if I'm not enjoying my workouts, if I'm not enjoying who I'm hanging out with, it's the sign that I need to honestly reflect and go, something's out of alignment. Something needs to change because yeah. like you said, what's the point? Honestly, what's the point of making money? What's the point of working if you yeah. enjoy the process? You mentioned something about your workouts and how they've shifted a lot now and they're more about for you know what feels good, what aligns for you with your workouts and it's just for, for fun and for energy. How has that changed now compared to how you were maybe working out in the past when you were taking steroids and I guess training for a specific outcome physically? When I used to train, I didn't actually enjoy it because I would belt myself that hard. I mean, everything was just about image and it was just intense. And I didn't enjoy it. It was too full on. Whereas now it's shifted where, like, for example, I would have used to have done like a very, very heavy squat because that would have put the most size on my legs, but I didn't enjoy it. And mm. now it's like I will do maybe a leg extension instead where some people might be like, you know, that's a pussy exercise. You're not going to build whatever, like, you know what I mean? It's like you're getting not all your bang for your buck, but I just do what I enjoy. So I literally go in there. I don't follow a plan. I don't even follow like a split. I just go in there. If something is sore, I don't train it. If it's not, I go in there, I play around. Obviously, I know how to train. Like, so I play around with different exercises. I train a lot lighter. I feel the muscle a lot better, which creates like, it's just a really good feeling, like more of a pump. Yeah, I don't know. I just really go in there and enjoy it. I don't make it a chore, which a lot of people do. Mm, it's like your meditation now, isn't it? Yeah. Like a lot of people really, they go to the gym and they're like, I used to be this person. So, but they will wake up and they'll be like, do I have to go to the gym? For me, it's like, I actually love it, man. Like I literally like just want to go in the morning and look forward to it. And that's what exercise should be like. Totally agree. Yeah. And I can relate to that because in my teenage years, I went through this phase where I was training to look a certain way. And whenever you're training for an external reason, which is some form of validation, what happens is, is like what you went through is you're disconnected from what feels good in your body. You're disconnected from training in alignment. And that's always, for me, it was coming from a place of low self-worth. I didn't think I was good enough. So I had to achieve something externally with my body to feel worthy. And that's a never ending cycle because you're always chasing external validation and you become very emotionally fragile. And I felt that for a long period in my life. That's also what drove a lot of my motivation to want to train really hard and achieve. And there was this point in my journey when I realized that no one's going to love me until I can love myself. I'm never going to feel good enough yeah. can, until I can validate myself. And like what's happened with you, the same thing happened with me, with my training. It's all aligned discipline now. I'm very attuned to what my body needs. Does it need cardio today? Does it need heavier weights today? Does it need yoga today? Um, yeah. That relationship is key. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like I'm the same too, man. Like if I wake up and I don't feel like weight training, but I want to go for a run or fucking go for a sauna, 
I just do it. Like, even if it's against the grain, like you just go with the flow, whatever your body says to do. Same with eating. Like, you know, your typical body was that oh, eat every three hours. It's mm. like, I don't do any of that anymore. Like some days I fast till 5 p.m. and then I'll eat all my meals. Someday I might wake up and I'm, I might just be craving breakfast. So I have it. I literally, I just don't follow anything, man. I just listen to my body. It's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel it takes a really strong relationship with yourself to have that level of awareness. Yeah. How are you, I guess, how do you help your clients cultivate that level? Where do you start with them and, and how do you get them to that point where they can just listen to their body like that? Oh, it takes a long time, man. It's all about balance. Balance is a massive thing. And I just tell them to, it's a complicated question to answer. Just plug into their mind that, um, yeah, it's all about balance. Like don't be too extreme on one end. Don't like go, you know, from zero to a hundred straight away because then you're going to back off and not enjoy it and be too sore or whatever. Like just make little improvements each day, if that makes sense. Mm, Yep, it does. And what do you notice being the main thing that gets in people's way? of them achieving their fitness goals? Food. (laughs) 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 Um, Literally, literally, bro. Like I think um, the diet, they just fall off the bandwagon. They go have a cheat meal. They go snack at night. They might eat good all day, but then they have something that fucks it up at night or they might eat good Monday to Friday and then they fuck it up on the weekend. It's the number one thing that people stuff up. Yeah, for sure, man. I've noticed with myself, there's this like direct correlation between how good I feel and how consistent I am with holding high standards around my diet. It's so key, right? Because what you put in is what you get out. And tell me a little bit about how you maintain such high standards with your food. Is it something that you prep in advance? Is it something that you have someone who like provides your meals for you? How do you stay disciplined and in alignment with your diet? No, no, I cook everything myself. I actually love good food. I was brought up to enjoy everything. I'm not picky at all. Like I would prefer to cook like a whole meal than go out and have takeaway. Like I actually would prefer it. So I just enjoy, yeah, like I just put a lot of variety into my my food now. I'm very conscious of like gut health and all of that and nutrients. As you know, a lot of foods contain, they're a lot better than other foods in my opinion. So I always have like, a lot of lean meat because um, obviously I still want to repair and, you know, I enjoy meat. It's satiating and all of that. And then I have a lot of vegetables and fruit. It's just typical things you hear when you grow up, man, um, <laughs> like a lot of vegetables and fruit. And then I will have like a lot of good fats. People neglect that a lot. So I'll have a, like a lot of salmon and eggs and avocado and oil, uh, like coconut oil. Yeah. And um, yeah, man. Just a wide variety of food and just the basics, man. Like nothing, you know, like I won't cut out carbs, but then I won't cut out fat. All that stuff is too extreme in my opinion. You should just have like a little bit of everything on your plate when you're having a meal, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And even I guess like that- sugar, Even like sugar, man, like I have a little bit every day, not heaps. And when I say sugar, like it could come in a form of a cereal, could come from a bit of honey. There's nothing wrong if you don't want that in the day, but I feel like if you restrict yourself and you take that out, all you're going to do is you're going to binge someday. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I align with that too in terms of if you start restricting certain things that you know you enjoy having, then there's going to be a point where you're going to cheat. Yes. Uh, Right. That comes back to balance because 
I used to do that. I used to restrict everything. But then like it could be even two weeks. It could be a month that you stick to that thing. But eventually you're going to crack in and just want to eat what you can't physically eat on your plan. So just add in a little bit of something every now and again of what you enjoy. It won't fucking hurt you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And the main thing with that as well, because food can become one of the, the main coping mechanisms that people have because it's a form of distraction, right? Sometimes when there's something coming up for us emotionally or we're going through a difficult time in our lives, people turn to food for comfort. So there's almost like that comfort relationship that's created with food that I like to help people with an understanding that does your body really need to eat that right now? Are you actually hungry or are you just trying to distract because you're bored or because you don't want to be with this anxiety that you're feeling or whatever it may be? So there's that relationship again with yourself that needs to be cultivated to know, is this really what I need right now? Is this intuitively what I want? Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, man. Man, tell me a little bit about, and I'm mindful of time here because you're going to shoot off soon, but tell me, What's on the horizon for you? Like you're out there on the Gold Coast, you're doing some amazing things. Is your plan to continue to work on this mission, this purpose here in Australia, or have you got bigger, grander plans for your expansion? Yeah, no, basically the same things that I'm doing, but just level up with them as much as I can. And really like sky's the limit with the podcast, sky's the limit with uh, modeling, and uh, sky's the limit with uh, online coaching. Like, you know, I can excel those three endlessly like there's no reason why I'll, I'll ever have to cap them if that makes sense the other things that i really really want to work on is the guest speaking motivational speaking it's kind of tricking hard it's a bit, bit of who you know and all of that but um something that i would love to do in the future full time just depending how it goes and um run a few fitness retreats is my other goal which i'm awesome. currently working on awesome yeah, yeah, I love it. What about yourself? I'd love to know what's your goal with the podcast and what kind of direction are you going in? Yeah, like you mentioned, the mission here in Australia is to continue to spread this message, to continue to be of service to the people who are ready to do this work, man. I, I really, I'm so passionate about what I do. Uh, I love making content. I love opening up a safe space for men and women to step into this world because it takes courage. It takes courage to want to change yourself, to want to evolve yourself. There is inevitable discomfort that we're going to face on this journey. But I know that navigating this journey with support, with guidance, with mentorship, with accountability makes it a lot easier and accelerates it. So yeah, my goal with the podcast and my content is to be that, to be maybe that initial starting place for someone to get the information they need. And then through my coaching and the work that I do with people one-on-one and in groups, I I take people a lot deeper. So same thing, I'm going to be doing some retreats, doing some in-person events this year. When traveling opens up, I do intend on getting back out to Bali. My girlfriend's from Canada. So I want to get back out to North America and travel again, but we won't get our hopes up with that. We'll just take it as it comes. Yeah. You know, the podcast is something, and this is why I've got you on here because I love conversations deep conversations with people that are really on this path as well. And I, I learned so much from connecting with people and you've had some big guests on your podcast. I you know I've, I've checked it out and I've seen who you've had on there. I would love to know what has been some of the main things or lessons or insights that you've had from the, some of the guests you've had on your podcast, any big things that like stuck with you? Man, so many different like guests and like what they specialize in. Whew. I think just believe in yourself and just like, like nothing good comes easy. Like, you know, anyone that you kind of look up to or is successful, nine times out of 10, they're doing things that you aren't. 
And um, that's something that I learned. Like you can say they're gifted or they got it lucky or whatever, but I can guarantee you, like everyone that I really, really look up to, they're working their ass off. Like behind the scenes, they're doing a lot. Like, and you can hate or you can be jealous or whatever, but if you want to be that, just put in the work and stop, stop hating and yeah, just put in the work. It's just going to take time. Big time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's consistency as well, right? Put in the work. Yeah. Be consistent with the output. Be consistent with whatever it is that you're trying to create. That's the main distinguisher I've noticed with people who reach a level of success in that field is they're showing up consistently for themselves and whatever it is that they're looking to create. So, man, any final words that you want to pass on to people listening who maybe have felt inspired by what you shared or want to learn more about you? What's what's some like final words of inspiration you want to give? Basically what I said. So I like to say this a lot, but don't fear failure because failure brings success. So if you feel failure, you've already fucked up because mm-hmm. you're going to fail so many times in your life. Even the best of the best or whoever it is, they've all failed. I love failure, man. I actually embrace it. Like I look forward to it because when I fail, it means that I have to think outside the box and go back and attack it again in some way, shape or form. And it could take a hundred times, but eventually I'll crack it. When you crack it, that's when you be successful. So don't fear failure. You have to back yourself. Too many people doubt themselves. If doubt enters your mind, once again, you've already lost it. And just be real, authentic, and genuine. Like, just be a proper good person, and everything should follow. Fuck yes, man. Yeah, um, appreciate you sharing that. And what scares you at the moment? Because like, a fear is sometimes the, or is the navigator most of the time. Because behind our greatest fears is usually the life that we want to have. So, is there something, or is there a fear that you're using as a bit of a navigator right now to move in the direction of? With what? Sorry. With what you're trying to create, maybe it is the speaking. Does the speaking in front of large stages like scare you, but excite you a little bit? Is that what you're using oh. to move you? No, no, no. Like, do you mean it? Does something scare me? Or yeah, is there any anything no. that yeah anything that scares you in a <laughs> no. good way as a form of guidance? Yeah, good question. I've never really thought of that. Like, no, nothing off the top of my head. I kind of just embrace anything. I like, I love it. Like, even when I did my first guest speak like two months ago, I. I don't know. I just wasn't nervous one bit because I knew that the information I was putting out there was helping someone and people would enjoy it. And yeah, I, I, I don't really, man. That's a good question, but I don't think I do. Not right now. Yeah. You, a, like, what um, would you? I ponder this question not frequently, but often enough because I, I know the minute I get comfortable with what I'm doing, that's when I'm not growing and expanding. And I feel like comfort is good sometimes, right? It's good to enjoy what we've created and what we've achieved, but. The next level of expansion is always on the other side of discomfort. So for myself, you know, I've looked in the past, you know, plant medicine scares me. You know, I've explored a lot of plant medicines, worked a lot with like mushrooms and psilocybin and other plant medicine journeys. That work scares me. It is deep and it is powerful, but I know when I go deeper in those areas, it's going to unlock more of my being. It's going to unlock more of my capacity. So yeah, for me, I will be exploring that world a bit more you know, hosting live events, doing live experiences with people. It, it scares me, but it excites me, which is why I know that's a path. That's a direction I want to go down. So yeah, it's these little subtle things that I know, you know, are there because if we keep doing the same thing all the time, it's easy for us now. It's easy for me to coach people and do stuff online, but impact in my opinion, the next level of impact is in community, in person, bringing people together. So that's going to be a big, big focus for me while I'm in Perth anyway. Yeah, I love that, man. How many episodes have you done on your podcast? 
I've passed the 100 mark, so I'm past 100. Uh, this You would be 106, I believe. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so about half of mine. But that's good. That's like a lot, man. You don't hear many people over the 100 mark this day and age, to be honest. Nah, and I mean, I started my podcast four or five years ago right after I quit my corporate job and I wanted to you know, kind of share my perspective with the world. And podcasting is, as I'm sure you can resonate with, is such a great adventure to start, right? Because we learn so much about ourselves in conversation, in connecting with people, in expression. You know what I mean? Like self-expression is one of the most impactful and powerful ways to learn about ourselves. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. What's been some of the things that you've enjoyed most about podcasting, your podcasting journey? And I'm sure it was probably challenging at the start, but yeah, what what have you learned the most? I've just enjoyed the connections, man. Um, the people I've got to know, and basically they've all turned out to be friends that I think I'll have forever. Yeah, man. Like I just basically some of my best friends are people through podcasts now. So good. Um, yeah, like I'll say this again. I probably say it on every one I go on. Like you get when I'm a guest. This isn't the last time I'm going to speak. Like <laughs> I will, no. I will support your page every day, and I bet you will too. And um, I'll probably get you on my podcast and we'll probably catch up, you know, in the future and get to know each other. And I just love it, man. If I truly resonate with you and you resonate with me, there's no reason why we probably won't be good friends for life. Exactly. Well, I think about how rare it is to get on a call with someone, unless you're a coach or you work in this field and have like a one hour conversation with someone. A lot of the times now it's like transactional conversations, right? We don't really sit down and have you know, a deep and meaningful conversation with someone. So it creates that connection. It creates a bond and it's fucking awesome. And and yeah, Yeah. likewise, bro. I know this this ain't going to be the last time we chat and then last time we see each other. No, I love it, man. I I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. I can't wait for the listeners to listen to this and um, hopefully we get some good feedback. Oh yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on, bro. And uh, where can people connect with you online? Where can people get in touch with you? Yeah, Instagram at I am Jackson Tippett, all one word. And that's literally where I've got everything. Everything's in my bio or my website, my coaching, my podcast, um, all of that. Or just send me a message. I will definitely get back to you. Even if you want to hand with anything, just send me a message. If you're struggling, send me a message. Remember, it's, it's not weak to speak. Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you for your wise words. And uh, yeah, like we said, this won't be the last time we connect. Thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. Much love, bro. And uh, keep killing it. Cheers.